The following is a KNON Theater of the Air production in cooperation with Lone Star Sound and the Art Center Theater of Plano, Texas. And now, Gunsmoke, Matt or Murder. Around Dodge City and in the territory of the West, there's just one way to handle the killers and the spoilers. And that's with a U.S. Marshal and the smell of gun smoke. I'm that man, Matt Dillon, United States Marshal. The first man they look for and the last they want to meet. It's a chancy job, and it makes a man watchful, and a little lonely. It was a hard two-day ride back from Fort Wallace, where I'd gone on government business, and I was pretty saddle-weary when I reached Dodge late the second night, so I went straight to bed without seeing anybody. I'd been gone a couple of weeks, but I'd wired Chester a few days before when to expect me back, and he wasn't surprised when I walked into the office the next morning. I figured you rode in last night sometime, Mr. Dillon, but I didn't want to bother you. Bother me? Was there trouble last night, Chester? No, sir. But everybody was just sort of expecting you. I passed on the word some days ago that just when you'd be back. Oh. It'd have been better if you'd have let them guess, Chester. Why, sir? What difference would it make? Well, let's say if somebody wanted to hold up the bank. Yesterday would have been a better day to do it than today. Oh, I'm glad nothing like that happened yesterday, Mr. Dillon. I'd have had a terrible time. All alone here. That's what I mean, Chester. By golly, you're right, sir. I should have thought of that. Where was you yesterday, anyway? I mean, where'd you ride from? Pawnee Creek. I camped at Rocky Bend. Rocky Bend's a good camp, sir. I remember it. Oh, I meant to tell you, Mr. Dillon. They hung up a new sign at the Texas Trail across the street. Uh, Come over here to the window and you can see it. I'll look at it later, Chester. I'd like to go through my mail now. Uh, Yes, sir. Well, now who's this? What? About four men just pulled up in a wagon, sir. Right out there. They're getting down. Hey, they're heading this way. I don't believe I know any of them. Let them in anyway, Chester. Yes, sir. Come in, gentlemen. Come in. Where's Marshal Dillon? He's sitting right there at his desk, mister. Marshal, I'm Red Samples. Hello. These other men here work for me, except him. Huggins, come up here. This here is Jim Huggins, Marshal. Huggins? Hello, Marshal. There's another man laying in the back of the wagon out there, Marshal. He's been shot. Did you say shot? That's what I said. Then I better run upstairs and get Doc Adams. I'll be back, Mr. Dillon. Doc Adams ain't gonna do him any good. No? That man's dead, Marshal. He's been dead since yesterday morning. Who is he? Lou Price. Lou Price? That's right. Same man you run out of town about a month ago. You was pretty mad at him the way I heard it. Yeah, I was. 
You tried to put a knife into me. Nobody saw him try. How do you know that, Samples? He told me. Lou Price was sort of a partner of mine, Marshal. Oh. I'm buying up cattle, Marshal, all over Kansas. I'm buying lots of them. Gonna have me a big ranch when I'm through, up on Pawnee Creek. Well, that's fine. You was camped on Pawnee Creek the night before last, wasn't you, Marshal? I was. At Rocky Bend? That's right. Hear that, men? Only reason I asked, Marshal, was that Jim Huggins happened to see you there. Is that so? I don't remember seeing him. Doesn't matter. He saw you. Tell him, Huggins. It was him, all right. That's where Lou Price was shot, at Rocky Bend. Poor Lou never had a chance. Wasn't even armed. Happened yesterday morning. I seen the whole thing. Tell us who shot Lou. He did. What? You did, Marshal. Marshal Dillon. What's your game, Samples? I've got no game. My partner was murdered. You had a grudge against him. The witness identified you and you admitted in front of witnesses that you were up at Rocky Bend. That's enough evidence for any court of law. We're going down to get it on paper and get it to the governor. Don't you try and run. We'll hunt you down and kill you. Yeah, I expect you would, Samples. Your men look like professional gunmen. Except for Huggins there. I never saw Huggins till he run into us about yesterday. That's... that's true. I was just tripping through the country. I don't bear you no judge, Marshal. I'm only trying to do what's right. Sure. Sure you are. All right, let's get going, men. The sooner I get this to the governor, the sooner we'll see justice done. Remember what I said, Marshal. Don't you try to run. I'll say one thing for Red Samples. He had about as good a case against me as I'd ever heard of against any man. And there was nothing I could do about it but wait and see what happened next. Meantime, he spread the word around Dodge, and people began looking at me like I was a white buffalo. I guess it wasn't often they had a U.S. Marshal walking around with a murder charge against him. But finally, one night a couple of weeks later, Something did happen. I was sitting with Kitty, watching the crowd at the Texas Trail. I'll fetch you a drink, Matt. No thanks, Kitty. You're expecting some kind of trouble, aren't you? Seems to me I've got enough trouble already. I know. Matt, I hate to say it, but I think half the people in Dodge believe you're guilty. Sure. And the other half just don't care one way or the other. Well, I don't think you are. Don't you? Of course I don't. Then why don't we talk about something else? You're edgy, Matt. Sure I'm edgy. I... I stay that way to keep from falling asleep all the time. Now don't get all riled up. I didn't mean anything. I'm sorry, Kitty. I guess this business is getting on my nerves after all. Well, I should think it would. Why don't you go fishing or something, Matt? Get your mind off it. I don't like night fishing. Not tonight. Tomorrow. Take a day off. It'll do you good. Somebody might shoot an unarmed man, and I ought to be here to arrest him. Oh, Matt. Why don't you go and get good and drunk? Forget the whole thing that way. Kitty, if I ever got drunk, I can name you ten men right here in Dodge who'd cut cards for the honor of shooting me down. 
Yeah, I guess they would take advantage of you pretty fast. Matt, why don't you quit this game and go be a cowboy or raise hogs? If I knew how to answer that, I probably would quit, Kitty. Uh, Mr. Dillon. Uh, hello, Miss Kitty. Evening, Chester. Sit down. Uh, thanks. I've been down to the telegraph office, Mr. Dillon. Oh, any news? Yes, sir, but you won't like it. Here it is, sir, a telegraph from Washington, D.C. Chester, how do you know I won't like it? Uh, well, well, sir, you see, I was standing there when he was writing it out, and I couldn't help watching him work in that. I don't want to read it, Chester. Just tell me what it says. Well, sir, it's from the War Department, and it says they heard from the governor, and, well, maybe you better read it, Mr. Dillon. You're doing fine. Go ahead. You're suspended. What? You're suspended from being a U.S. Marshal, Mr. Dillon. And to make it legal and formal like, they're sending somebody to arrest you and take you up to Hayes City for trial. I don't believe it. Neither do I, Miss Kitty, but that's what it says. It's the only way they see how to clear this up proper. Evening, Dillon. Miss Kitty. Oh, I see Chester beat me back with the news. What? How, how did you know about this, Samples? I'm just as interested in this business as you are, Chester. Do I sort of talk the clerk into giving me a copy of that telegram after you left? But you got no doggone right to go snooping around. It's okay, Chester. It doesn't matter. Dylan, Dodge is going to breathe a lot easier now that you're suspended and you won't be marshal. I'm still around, Samples. But you're not marshal anymore, and you won't be around for long anyway. Tell me something, Samples. Sure. With me out of office, are you going to be breathing easier, too? All right, I'll tell you, Dylan. There's two reasons I'll be glad to see you hang. One is for murdering my partner. And the other? Well, I always heard you were too strict here, and I like to do a little gambling now and then. Oh. In fact, I'm thinking of running a few tables myself. I see. It's more fun without some hard-nosed lawman looking over your shoulder all the time, you understand. Yeah, I understand. Well, I'll see you at the trial, but I hope I'm around when they come to arrest you, Mr. Dillon. You probably will be. So long. What's he talking about, Mr. Dillon? You being too strict. There's plenty of gambling going on in Dodge right now. Not his kind of gambling, Chester. Kitty's right, Chester. Not Sample's kind. What do you mean? Well, he told me he's buying up cattle and getting himself a big ranch. But he's probably going to finance it from his gambling. And it takes a lot of money. Sure, steady money. Oh, so that's it. That's it. And I've always run crooked gamblers out of Dodge. There's always a few players who find out they're being cheated and make a fuss about it. And they always get killed. In self-defense, of course. By men like Samples and his hired gunmen. Matt, what are you going to do? I don't know, Kitty. But before some tin-horned sheriff shows up to arrest me, I'd sure like to have a talk with that witness of theirs, Jim Huggins. Well, why don't you? I can't find him, Kitty. They've got him hit someplace. Matt, is there something I can do? Nothing, Kitty. But thanks, anyway. There she comes, Mr. Dillon. Right on time. There aren't many people at the depot this morning, are there? No, sir. But anyway, I'm glad I talked you into walking down here with me. There's nothing pleasures me more than watching a train come in. At least it doesn't cost anything, Chester. 
My, I'd like to drive one of them. Wouldn't you, Mr. Dillon? No. They're too noisy for me, Chester. Maybe if I talked to the Santa Fe people, they'd let me try it sometime. Wait a minute. What, sir? Over there. Just getting off. That man with the long hair. Well, well I'll be. That's Wild Bill Hickok. It sure is. Bill! Hey, Bill! Uh, hello, Matt. How are you, Chester? Fine, Mr. Hickok. Just fine. This is quite a surprise, Bill. Why didn't you let me know you were coming? I didn't know myself till before I left Abilene. How is Abilene these days? Well, I'm still sheriff there. I guess I'll be there till somebody gets around to shooting. Oh, nobody's gonna shoot you, Mr. Hickok. <laughs> they keep trying, Chester. <laughs> they keep missing too, don't they, Bill? <laughs> well, so far. But that's just because nobody's tried to shoot me in the back yet. You've always worried about that, haven't you? I'll tell you something, Matt. What? I don't think I'd mind so much if I was to be shot by a man like you. By me? You might take it in mind to try it. I never could tell which way you was going to jump next. <laughs> like right now. Wait so. a minute. Oh, yeah? You came here to arrest me, didn't you, Bill? That's what I come here for. Yeah, sure. I might have known they wouldn't send some tin horn. Guess they figured you might not take it easy, Matt. I tried to tell them they could lose a good lawman that way. We're a pretty fair match, you and me. Yeah, we are. Well? You arrested me, Bill? <laughs> no. <laughs> I guess that can wait a while. Okay, then. I'm still on salary. And? Let's go have ourselves a drink. Good idea. Are you too, Chester? Uh, thanks. I'd be right proud to, Mr. Hickok. I figure if I get a couple of drinks in you, Matt, I might worm your side of this business out of you. Why's that, Bill? Don't you believe their side? I've seen you pretty mean and ornery, but even if I was to watch you judged and hung for it, I still wouldn't believe Matt Dillon killed an unarmed man. Thanks, Bill. Say, that girl headed this way. Ain't that kitty? Matt, Matt, I've been looking everywhere for you. Well, it's Bill Hickok. How are you, kitty? I'm fine. What are you doing in Dodge? Well, I, uh, uh sort of come on business. You said you were looking for me, kitty? Yeah, Matt, I know where he is. Where who is? The witness they've been hiding. Oh. Jim Huggins. Where is he? The bartender at the Texas Trail just told me. Red Samples was in the Texas Trail drinking last night. The bartender heard him tell one of his gunmen to take some food up to the loft at the OK stable. Bill? Yeah? While you're buying me a drink, I think I'd like to buy Kitty one. Mm -hmm. Later on, back at my office, I explained the situation to Bill Hickok, and we talked it over. Then we sat around the rest of the day, talking about old times. People, and horses, and guns. And along about evening, we went up and laid out our plan to Doc Adams. As soon as it got dark, we went over to the OK stable 
and took Jim Huggins out of the loft and got him across the street and up to Doc's office before he was real sure what was happening. Put him on the couch there, gentlemen. We want him to be comfortable. What are you doing with me? Move, Huggins. Do what Doc says. That's fine, Huggins. Now you just relax. When's Chester going to get here? He'll be along, Bill. Bill, huh? Who are you? I ain't never seen you before. Mister, you're going to see me double for the night's out. What? Never mind him, Huggins. You'll find out. Now then. Tell me, have you ever had any heart trouble? Heart trouble? Yes. You ever have dizzy spells? Faint? Have to lie down suddenly? Anything like that? Well, uh, a horse kicked me in the head once. Made me awful dizzy. I'm asking about your heart, not your brains. I don't want anybody to die here. Business is bad enough as it is. What are you going to do to me? What's all this about? Over here, Chester. I got it. I got plenty. That's good. Put them on the table here, Chester. Three quarts? This is the man we're working on, not an elephant, Chester. I wanted to be sure there was enough, Doc. Open one of them, Chester. There's a glass here. Yes, sir. Here you are, Mr. Dillon. What is that? What are you doing? Nothing but good whiskey, Huggins. And for once in your life, you're going to drink all you want of it. Maybe a little more. Here. I don't want to drink all that whiskey, Marshal. I couldn't hold all that. Drink it slowly, Huggins. I don't want you to pass out. You can drink it slow, Huggins, but you're going to drink it. Now go on. Go on. Get started. All right. I will, Doc. I don't know why you fellas are treating me like this. I sure don't object. No, sir. Come on, Bill. Might as well have a game of cards. This will take some time. You sure you've got it all, Bill? Just about, Matt. There. There she is. Want to read it over? No. You heard everything I did. Well, gentlemen, your friend Huggins has got one of the biggest hangovers coming up any man will have to endure. Is he still out, Doc? Yes. But it won't hurt him any. I sent Chester out for some coffee. Now, I could use a little coffee myself, Doc. There will be enough. Oh, say, wasn't it somehow that Huggins talked once he got started? All we had to do was act like we thought he was quite a feller. And in ten minutes, he started believing it himself. I told you, you get enough whiskey in the man and he'd start bragging. You were sure right, Doc. He's not going to feel so big and smart when he wakes up, though. I don't know. The man was awful drunk. He may not even remember what he said. He'll remember when we tell him we even know where he hid the money Red Samples paid him. Red Samples? Imagine him shooting his own partner. Oh, he's smart, Doc. You shoot your partner, you get his half, don't you? That's a fine way for a lawman to be talking. You mean ex-lawman, don't you? Bill, I'm just starting to get mad about all this. Come on, let's get going. Now, Matt, you calm down a spell. We got to get Higgins to sign all I wrote down first. Doc, hmm? how long will it be before he knows what he's doing? Oh, 
Maybe five to six hours. Look, Bill, you do what you like. But I'm going after Samples before he finds out his witness is missing. I say, I hadn't thought about that. Oh, he'll run for sure. Don't seem quite legal till we get all Huggins' signatures. Maybe not. But my arrest and Samples isn't going to be quite legal anyway. I'll arrest him. No, you won't, Bill. He's mine. All right, Matt. But I'm coming along. But you stay out of it. Matt, once you get your tail and your stinger out, you're the hardest man to stop I ever saw. Matt, I've been thinking. Supposing we hadn't got Huggins to talk, what would you have done then? You mean would I have fought you when you tried to arrest me? Well, it's been on my mind. I wouldn't have fought you. Because we're a good match for each other? Oh, I'll fight any man alive if I think I'm in the right. Of course. I don't know when you've ever been afraid of anything. Oh, I've been afraid of lots of times, Bill. You have too. <laughs> well, maybe. I guess I've worked on the side of the law too long to go against it just because I'm the one that's caught. Hey, here's the Alifraganza. They'll be in there. Which one is Samples, Matt? End of the bar. One in the middle. The other two are his gunmen. Come on. Samples! Samples, I'm taking you to jail. You gone crazy, Dylan? You're the one that's going to jail? No use, Samples. Jim Huggins has confessed this whole deal. What? You killed Lou Price. And you paid Huggins to testify that I did it. You paid him $500, and promised him another $500 after the trial. He's lying. Who's going to believe that? I believe it. And don't look to your hired help. They're not going to get you out of this. You can't throw nobody in jail, Dylan. You ain't a marshal anymore. Well, that's not stopping me. It ain't legal. Wait a minute, gentlemen. It's true, Matt Dillon isn't a marshal right now, but I'm making this arrest. And I'm deputizing him to help me. Who are you? Sheriff, up in Abilene. Samples, I want them two hound dogs of yours to move a little to one side, where I can keep an eye on them easier. You're forgetting it's three against two. Ha! That's fair enough odds for us. Start shooting. No, Bill. There's no need for killing. I want these men alive. You ain't taking me alive, Dylan. You nor Hickok, nor anybody else. I ain't going to hang. Drop your gun belt, Samples. Why? We just might be lucky enough to kill you. Take Dylan first, men, then go for Hickok. Wait, Samples. Now! <coughs> All right, what about you two? Ha, they never moved a finger, Matt. <laughs> They're too scared. All right. You gunmen, pick up samples and carry them out of here. Ain't you gonna take their guns first, Matt? You don't hobble a horse with a busted leg, Bill. Let them keep their guns. Later, Hickok and I decided to run Jim Huggins and Samples' two gunmen out of town. And the way they took off, we figured they'd reach California before they stopped to breathe. The next day, Bill went back to Abilene and took Huggins' confession with him. And a week later, I had a wire of apology from the governor. Washington took a little longer. 
They just sent me my regular paycheck with the time of my suspension carefully deducted, which left me almost enough money to pay for the liquor I poured into Jim Huggins. You have been listening to a KNON Theater of the Air production of Gunsmoke, Matt or Murder. The cast for this show, Mike Damasio played Matt Dillon, Francis Evans played Kitty, Corey McElroy played Chester, Sebastian Carey played Doc, Paul Freed played Jim Huggins, Sam Baker played Bill Hickok, and... Corey McElroy played Red Sample. The KNON Theater of the Air is made possible by the generous support of Lone Star Sound and the Art Center Theater of Plano. This is your announcer, Sam Baker.